Thanks for joining us for TR5. I'm Charlie Jacobs. And I'm Zach Bouchard. Coming up in this episode, we're going to take a look at the expectations versus reality of smart home technology, why your smart home might not be as smart as you thought it was. All that and more coming up next, right here on the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast. Hey guys, it's Zach here from Zachnology Tech Reviews. If you haven't heard, we have a mobile app now available for Android devices. The Zachnology Tech Reviews app is the easiest way to listen to our podcast, submit voice messages, and access powerful features such as recently played episodes, search, episode recommendations, and quick sharing. You can even enable instant notifications to your device when we release a new episode. To get started, click the app button on our website or search Zachnology Tech Reviews in the Google Play Store. Thank you for joining us for Season 3, Episode 5 of the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast. In our first episode of 2023, Zach, it's been a while. How are you feeling? Good. How are you, Charlie? I'm doing well. I understand you've been working on some upgrades to the Zachnology uh, website recently. Website. Are, the ru- are the rumors true? Yeah, website and tech reviews app. So been a- doing a lot of stuff with updating our systems. Yeah, make sure to check that out. So in this TR5, we are going to take a look at why smart homes aren't so smart now you might have your google assistant your amazon alexa maybe your apple home kit which is kind of not the best one devices but regardless those are all smart homes you might have be able to control lights your thermostat door locks electric sprinklers in the backyard there's all sorts of different things that can qualify as smart home and zach i know you're quite the critic of smart homes so tell us what you think uh the biggest issues are and why do you think smart homes aren't as smart as we've always said they are right and i think it's definitely great that you can connect all these devices to the internet and have access no matter where you are but i think one of the biggest issues with the smart home at the moment is that that lack of integration and compatibility across the different devices and quite frankly the different platforms that all the devices run on you know you might have a smart lock uh, even like smoke alarms co2 alarms and then you have your lights but if you can't control them all from the same app it becomes kind of a kind of annoying having to switch between all the apps on your phone to control your different devices. And if you want to switch on these lights, you might have to use a different uh, app than if you want to control another lamp, you know? And so, and then whenever you want to use it, you have to remember which app you're opening. Now, in recent years, this has kind of been addressed by companies such as Amazon and Google, where they've made, you know, like the Google Home app and the Alexa app, which allow you to add your devices into it and basically con- control the basic aspects of those devices from that certain app so then you might just open the google home app and that allows you to control all your lights you know me personally i have uh several smart home lights and they're all from different providers we have leviton wemo and tp link and it is great to be able to control them all from the google home app but there's definitely still some issues uh, in there, you know, I we also have Nest, uh, a Nest security camera, and the issue with that is in the Google Home app, I can't really view the history on that camera. If I want to actually view previous, uh, like a timeline of events or previous video feed, I have to go into the Nest app. Which is ironic in this specific example because Google actually bought Nest. Google fully and, owns and, Nest, and you think if you're not familiar, Nest is basically the company that makes those fancy 
futuristic looking thermostats but they also make security cameras door locks all sorts of smart home stuff and zach i think one of the reasons that google bought nest besides it being an investment is for compatibility and i think looking at this one example it's really ironic that the compatibility hasn't even gotten any better that these two companies have merged Right, and especially, you know, like I said, that I mean, that's just one example there. And I think in the future, they plan to make better integration with the Net Google Home app and hopefully phase out the Nest app altogether. But this is just one specific example. Um, I could even talk about, you know, the uh, I think it's called Nest Aware, which is their um, CO2 and smart smoke alarms, which are great, by the way, because they will alert you on your phone if anything happens. And they don't make the beeping at 2 in the morning when <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. batteries are low. But those don't even exist in the Google Home app yet. And it's been several years since Google started to merge everything over. So it's really disappointing to see this lack of integration even within this one company. And that's not even beginning to talk about when we start looking at cross-platform stuff. And you know now you have thermostats and smoke alarms from two different companies. How are those going to work together it's when with this super integrated system that doesn't actually connect. I think what this all boils down to is the whole point of smart home technology, you know, 10, 15 years ago when it was really starting to become a thing and, and companies were promoting it was that it would save you time. That was the yeah. whole point of a smart home. It's not, you know, while it is cool and people like you and I find this stuff cool, uh, the practical application of, of this stuff was not, oh, it's cool to turn your lights from your phone. It was, oh, it's smart. It's going to make your life easier. Exactly. And I think the kind of the point we're making here is when the integration isn't good, it takes longer to do these things. It makes your life harder. It doesn't make your life easier, I think is, is really what it comes down to. So, you know, we just spent four minutes and 48 seconds bashing smart home technology. Zach, I think we need to talk about ways, um, A, that you can uh, fix the problem on your end and have better integration in your smart home. And secondly, what are things that companies can and maybe are already doing to help fix the integration issue? Yeah, well, the truth is on the consumer end, there's not you know that great of a solution so far. For a, a more basic smart home user, I would say get the Google Home app or the Alexa app. That'll usually provide the basic functionality you need to control all your devices. Uh, from one app, but you know, for certain features, especially with lights, some lights actually track the energy usage of them. That's not going to be available in the Google Home app. That's something specific to the app. You're still going to have to use that app. Um, and then, if you're a more advanced user, I I would recommend, and I personally use a platform called Home Assistant, which is a private server. You have to actually set it up on a private server in your home. So it's for you know the more um, tech-savvy users, I guess you could say, but that's going to give you a more advanced level of customization in your smart home. You know, they have an app, a web interface, you'll be able to customize rules, automations, scenes, there's really a lot you can do with it, and they do a really good job of integrating all your services together, but again, you have the issue of like, you know, certain Google devices, like Google speakers, don't connect to it uh, properly, you know, like, for example, I have a Chromecast, um, and Chrome, it's the Google TV Chromecast, and for some reason in Home Assistant, it registers as two separate devices, one for the Android TV side and one for the Google Cast side. You know, I've tried to fix it, but again, it just boils down to that whole lack of effort on the side of the companies to do better. And then another option is you go with uh, companies such as Control 4 or Elan, which 
many people haven't really heard of, but they're actually pretty big names in the smart home, and they are the ones that provide the really expensive, really customizable systems. Uh, usually, you have to set those up when you're you know, in a new construction, or you have to hire someone to come out and set it up for you, but those are going to really integrate everything with each other. You could have like touch screens on the wall to control everything. Uh, that's, a, on, that's on the consumer end. For companies, I would say the best thing they could do at this point is open up more features to third parties. You know, these it's called an, uh, a lot of companies use what's called an API, which is application program interface. And at the most basic level, uh, what it does is it allows third parties, the other companies, and individuals to make other apps or other websites to con- to connect into their service. So a lot of like you know, for example, Twitter bots, they connect into the Twitter platform using the API. And so that's like what the Google Home app does. They might use the Wemo Lite API to connect into the Wemo platform. And so at this point, I think the best thing companies can do is open up more of their uh, services to the API. So, you know, for like light, um, light switch companies can start providing energy APIs. So then that energy usage will be available to third parties. And then gradually other companies will you know, hop on and start adding compatibility on the client side so that those, so that you could actually view that data. So that, that not only is that data available somewhere, it's available in an app where you can actually look and see, okay, this was my energy usage, and you don't have to go into a separate app just to view it. Now, there was a recent, uh, somewhat recent development uh, in a new platform called Matter, which is more of a unified platform the idea behind Matter is that it's easier to set up your devices and make them work together. And what's great about Matter is that Google, Amazon, Apple, all these major companies are in on it. So I think, you know, we haven't seen much of Matter. We haven't really seen the effects of Matter yet because it hasn't been around for very long. But what we are hoping is that in the future, you'll start to see better compatibility and really the smart home is going to get smarter. It's going to actually make your life easier because the platform is going to be more integrated with each other. Right, and I think the main reason that this is an issue is the premium you're paying for some of these smart home devices. Philips Hue, I know, is one of the big names in the smart lighting industry. It's these pretty cool LED lights. You can actually make them any color you want, um, and you can control them from your phone through the smart home. And the thing is, these lights are ridiculously expensive, Zach. Yeah. I think some of these Philips Hue light bulbs are 80 bucks or something yeah. like that, and that's for one light. Now, you know, I'm not a lighting expert or anything, but if you go to the hardware store, I think you get a 12-pack of lights for, I don't know, 25, 30 bucks, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's, and paying, and that might not be right, but you're definitely not paying 80 bucks per light bulb. And you know what? The reason people are paying is for this convenience. And if you have different light bulbs from different companies you have to go into different apps for each light bulb you're saying why did i pay so much money for this smart light and when you're talking about all these ideas for compatibility when you can control all your lights in one place for that matter control your whole home in one place then you start to see some return on investment from the premium that you paid for the smart home devices i think that's really what it comes down to in terms of compatibility is making these products worth the premium that they are. Yeah, and even with the Heel, Philips Hue example, sorry, you know, you, obviously you can still control Philips Hue from a unified app, but it goes back to like the advanced features that you're 
probably paying the price for because Philips so, right, like is changing the color. ridiculously expensive. Yeah, and even changing the colors available in the app, but then you get into energy usage or syncing it up with a TV or automating the colors, stuff like that. That's not available in the apps, and if you're paying the price for those features, you want to be able to do that in the same app that you use for everything else. I don't want to have to open a separate app and a different folder on my home screen every single time I want to use an advanced feature. I want the same level I want the same level of control that's available in the main app to be available to third parties. And I think that's really the big takeaway from this, is that third parties should have the same access to the smart home devices that the main company does. And I think maybe the biggest tip for any consumer out there is buy all of your smart home devices from one company or try and have them, Absolutely. you know, have at least all your lights from the same company, thermostats from the same company, because it is worlds easier to manage your smart home when things are from the same company. And of course, do research on the company you're looking at. A lot of websites will have recommendations on the company, so would highly recommend that. All right, well, I think that is going to wrap up this TR5 Tech Review in 5, Season 3, Episode 5 of the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast. Make sure to head to our new Zachnology app available on Android or visit tech-reviews.zachnology.com to visit the very active form. As always, listen to episodes or submit voice messages or head over to zachnology.com for all of your in-home tech consultation needs. So for Zach Bouchard and our entire Zachnology team, I'm Charlie Jacobs saying goodbye and we'll see you next time. Copyright 2023 by The Charlie Enterprises Limited Liability Company All Rights Reserved. The Charlie has received paid compensation from Spotify Technology SA. Visit our website to view our privacy policy and terms. 